Welcome to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast with Rick Fox. We're here to talk about the industry with some of its biggest influencers. From technology, trends, and current events, if it's happening in insurance, you'll hear about it here. Make sure to tune in every week and join in on the conversation with us on social media at Vertifor. And now, here's Rick Fox. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Vertifor Insurance Podcast, the VIP. I'm the host, Rick Fox, and today another great guest, somebody that I think is going to have information just literally oozing out of him to give to all of you listeners out there. And as I say, listeners, I want to thank everybody for tuning in, uh, following or connecting with me on LinkedIn, sending great notes, sending suggestions for uh, upcoming guests, uh, subscribing to the podcast. So make sure you do reach out to me on LinkedIn. Make sure you've subscribed. If you like what you're hearing, let me know on LinkedIn. Send me a direct message. Uh, go and rate and review. You can find the podcast at Apple, Google, Spotify, on our website and our resources at vertifor.com. All good places. So, But let's go. Let's do this. Uh, my guest today, the CEO at Surify, Dustin Yoder. Dustin, welcome aboard. Thank you for having me. Very excited to be here today. Yeah, this is going to be good. Uh, Dustin and I did a pre-call a while back and then again the, the, today before this. And uh, Dustin's got some great information and he just has a, a great way of looking at this, this space and how everybody's um, changing, how the tech is changing. He's been doing a lot of stuff. So what I want you to do now, Dustin, is kind of tell us your, tell us your journey and how you got here. Uh, I, I just like everyone to kind of get a sense for who they're talking to. Yeah. So, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that um, really why I'm here is I grew up in a household where my father actually started as a career guardian agent, uh, selling life insurance when he graduated college, uh, started working at Jardine and then actually built some of the biggest employee benefits, uh, big employee benefits company here in in, in Silicon Valley. So um, if you really ask, why am I in insurance? Uh, Maybe why, why do I dream about insurance and started to when I was about 26? That is the real answer of how I got here, you know. Uh, a lifer, a lifer. Yeah, it's like, you know, you don't usually wake up at 26 just dreaming about insurance, but I did. <laughs> um, and, you know, and, and the quick story of, you know, where we've got to with the, the Surify Lifetime platform is ultimately I started a tech company um, trying to build insurance applications. Uh, where we are today is different going back to 2012. And, uh, you know, we were building the mint.com of insurance to aggregate your insurance to one place. Uh, we made a shift there because no one wakes up in the morning wanting to aggregate their insurance to one place. <laughs> uh, we built a life insurance learning platform. But if you guys want to know, no one wakes up in the morning wanting to learn about life insurance. Um, and, and then thirdly, we were building a personalized premium life insurance policy, which is kind of a crazy idea. Uh, ultimately, today, um, this is now four years ago that we pivoted to where we are today. We are strictly focused on enabling next generation life and annuity companies, um, their agents, and then ultimately the consumer. Well, and Dustin, what's great about this is we we have spent uh, a good amount of time talking to uh, PNC agency owners, uh, people in the space in the insure tech world that that are predominantly PNC focused. Not always, but but I am really excited to have this life insurance angle. What I think is great about it is. Uh, one way or another, you know, I, I, I told you this before, I'm an ex-agency owner. I know what the, it's like to sit in that chair and have, whether you're in a life shop that needs to get into, that, that, that you know, has 
all of these customers that you could be selling PNC to or vice versa where you're a PNC shop and man, there's an opportunity for life. So I, I think because of your background in InsureTech and, and kind of this great platform that you've built and the way that you go about it, I think we've got an opportunity here to sort of talk to the masses but kind of specifically, if that makes sense. Like, so it should, you should be able to relate the things you learned from Dustin today uh, to any, to any walk of life in this industry that we all love so much that we all woke up at 26 and decided we wanted to become part of. I, that's, that's not the case. I was like 22, I think maybe, I don't remember. It was a long time ago. It was way too long ago. Uh, but Dustin, what I want you to do, like we were chatting earlier and I just really love the way you start, like the core concept or the core way you've attacked this is you've you've gone from the top down you've sort of you know taken the approach of starting at the top and working your way down so talk to me about how how that came to be like what was like this is the way we need to do it and then tell me kind of what that journey has looked like and how that's working yeah the so the top down approach as we all know with insurance companies isn't the easiest but, no. but to all you out there, let me tell you why. Because the technology and the capabilities you want, uh, whether you're a PNC agent, a life agent, uh, employee benefits, all the above, actually the limitation you have there on maybe something you want or your customer wants actually is driven typically from the top down. So that's, that's the reason why we started there. We realized that to be able to sell digitally or omni-channel, so direct agent and or start agent and then um, and then go, you know, switch over to their mobile phone at two in the morning. Um, that was limited capabilities. Everyone wanted were limited at the yep. top, right? right? Whether that's quoting a uh, different APIs, real time, actual processing, you go to servicing, same thing. Um, if you wanted your beneficiary, you know, the person that calls you and is mad that the insurance company, for example, can't change the people on the account or update their payment and they have to do it through a downloadable form or a phone call. And now people are switching off of you. Um, we realize that that capability is not because the agent or the broker or the FA wants that per se. Uh, they want the customer to be happy. Um, it was limited at the top. And then lastly, the, 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 the agents of today and tomorrow want to be able to engage that customer. And, there was, uh, and they want to be able to educate them. They want to be able to speak to them in the language or the place that they're at, call it point of yes. sale or point of interaction. Yes. And they can't do that when they're limited at the top. Um, well, we've spent, Dustin, we've spent so much time really like almost too much, not too much because it's so important, but that to me, you just hit on something that is so crucial to this, to this evolution of the agent and of the, the channel that we're talking to here is that meeting today's consumer where they are is the only approach like there that is the only way to communicate in today's in today's world uh, you me all of us are consumers and our consumer journey has changed with the likes of the amazons of the world and the way we do business the pace at which we want information answers or to just be done with whatever that process is so to your point it is crucial that everyone in this industry is meeting today's customers, prospects, or what we call consumers, where they are. Would you agree with that? A hundred percent. And I would say the reason why the insurance industry is such a big opportunity, technically, but also just in general from a, for everybody selling it, is that 
the customer um, <laughs> the customer of today is largely just met in person when in this, and I'm going to use that broadly or by yes. paper in the insurance space. And let's all just admit that if you put the phone checker on and see how many times you look at your phone a day, so to speak, or in actuality, it's, it's over a hundred. And yeah. there's just a massive gap there that the customer lives there or the customer lives and whether it's Facebook, uh, Amazon, et cetera, that's where they're at. So the question is, how does this all blend together? You know? Yeah. And, and I think if you, if you're really, so like if I'm sitting there, I'm listening, I'm, I own a small agency out in, you know, the Midwest and, and I'm listening and I'm thinking, okay, relate this all the way down to me because I agree with your top down approach, right? It is, it is, can be difficult. There are, you know, the, these large carriers are like trying, trying to turn a cruise ship, right. To get them to do anything. And, but, but where I see, so let, let, let me kind of take this to the agent level and say, all right, so what, how, what, how do I connect with what you're saying? How does this impact me as an agent and what can I be doing to sort of, you know, get in the game, so to speak? Yeah. Or, or if I'm in the game, uh, up my game. Right. So I think before we get into tactics, I think the question is, is like, are you, is your business growing well enough with the tactics you're using? Like, are you getting the, point. The, the, the sales that you want to get? And, and, and what channels are you playing? You know, is it just coffees? Um, is it, you have to sign the paper at the coffee or, or in my office? I mean, so where I would go is like, to bring it down to the agent, why I think the agent is so important, and just to be clear, Surefy's opinion is they are the future as well. I think yes. omni-channel is the word I'm going to throw in. Is it, does it have to all be done in person, or does that your, your policyholder have to do everything you say in the way you say it? And, and I think we look at it like our job is to ask ourselves for agent and for, for the insurer, we're actually telling the insurer, your agents need to be able to do it this way because the customer's demanding this way. Um, there's a lot of benefits there, but I would say it's not about telling your customer a way to do it. I think it's about listening to your customer to understand what makes them feel most comfortable. Um, one use case, like auto insurance is one thing. There's a lot of people that buy by agents. There's a lot of people that buy online. But if I accelerate it a little, think of an annuity or life insurance policy. That's not necessarily something you sit down over coffee every time and just sign up and drop right. a hundred grand. Right? right. So now the, the, the issue there that I'm calling out, and this is, I think insurance is a very big decision for a lot of people. Not everyone has so much cash that they just sign things and sign up for a hundred to $500 a month. So can you give them the technological um, ability to do that when they're comfortable with their spouse? Um, and or are you as the agent getting notified in real time along that sales process? So I'm just kind of giving a little bit uh, slightly deeper and we can get into tactics here as you. Yeah, no, I think that makes perfect sense, Dustin. And, and the way you put it, 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 you know, you look at your auto insurance and, and kind of the name of that game is, okay, I've got to be covered and I've got to, I've got to get that and I want it to be as fast as possible. Uh, and I want somebody that I trust that's because it isn't, it is a big deal. If I get in a car accident, uh, my car gets stolen. I want to know that I'm trusted, I, that, that I have somebody that I trust that's going to take care of me, that there's a loyalty there. Uh, that is a much, much different thing than when you shift over to say a life insurance policy or some kind of annuity, something where they've got some money, maybe a lot, maybe just a little, 
And they've got to start deciding what, what does the future look like? And those are real conversations. But, but what I love about what you're saying here is I don't necessarily have to do that over coffee, but, but back to the original point of meet them where they are, maybe they do want the coffee and still be available to that. But if not, could we, can we be more efficient? Can we be more dialed in by leveraging technology and lever, leveraging like thinking, like the, the thinking that you have at Surify that can really kind of maybe change the game? Yeah, and, and our thinking just continues to come back to one thing, like how do you, how do you enable more sales and how do you give and on our definition of that is by finding the customers and being where they're at. Right. right. And if you start there, I'll, I'll tell, I'll tell all the agents here, FAs, et cetera. It's always an interesting thing when like, you know, you talk to a consumer and they say, I'm frustrated. I can't access, let's say my, 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 um, my balance. Like it, let's talk annuity or yeah, I'm sure. frustrated. I can't change this thing. You know, I'm sitting here, I have to download a form or I have to call the, the agency and someone will say uh, on the agent side, and, I, and once again, this may be controversial, but they'll say, but that's what we, we need them to do. That's what we want. Well, th the challenge I have is I'll ask you, like, do you want to call Uber before the right or the taxi company before they pick you up? And do, no, don't get me wrong. I want the best service and I want what I want, but you, you really do like, and I want it when I'm mad about the broken package I get from Amazon, I want to talk to someone and resolve it. But where I'm going is like, what do, how are we all behaving in our lives and can't we reciprocate that to the end customer it has nothing to do with omitting the services we provide and and what i love about that point like like let, let let's let's stay there for a second because for me you're 100% right like i want to dial in my uber and i want to push preference no talking if that day i'm in the middle of like i'm going to be on a call or i need to be on my checking emails on or whatever. So the old, like you've got to, like you've got to challenge the status quo. And to me, the status quo is the older or more experienced agent agents or people in agencies that think I've got to go see Dustin today. I've got to go sit face to face when Dustin, in fact, might feel better if you were having a different interaction. Maybe that's a digital interaction. Maybe that's a a zoom, you know, a zoom meeting or a go to meeting, like a, a video call, like whatever it is, go live there. Don't get stuck to your point. Like you said, I'm going to challenge this. I, I, I want to challenge it too and say, I don't have to go see you for you to know the value that I'm giving you. And if I'm giving you even more than just knowing I'm here and knowing if the package is broken, you can call me, but having that ability to trust what I'm doing and then also not waste my time is like, that's the magic. That's the golden ticket right there. Right. And, and let's, let's look, let's look at me walking into your office. Uh, I'm going to buy. So for example, I have one of the big, uh, you know, red logos as my PNC provider, right? This is right. for my personal, my personal um, auto home, et cetera. Well, I always get these calls to like come in for an hour like come to them, number one, like drive, do my reviews, et cetera. And the thing is, I have no problem with the provider. I actually have like six policies with them. So in actuality, I'm pumping dollars in, yeah. everyone's getting paid. The flip side is they're not really offering, like I don't get to analyze anything. Like I'm basically like, you know, we do this stuff in person. And more importantly, when I go to buy something at the desk, um, they kind of like sit there and they make me 
spill it all out and you know you name it well let's let's compare that to the way all of us function here i'm not suggesting that that agency that we are not building great growing agencies and that agents aren't ruling the world that's not what i'm you know that's that's yeah, i think that's what i love yeah exactly i agree but i'm saying well number one is that the only path they offered me like i like you bring up zoom i'm a big zoom guy like i have probably nine meetings a day via video zoom um and i don't always have to have the video but the less convinced I want to do a, a sale or I'm going to be forced to sale, like the more likely I want to do a Zoom and build some trust or expertise. Yeah. Yes. And then you can come see me. But let's be honest. I think when you look at some of the, when we're, when we're an agent and we run around, sometimes we're not doing the most efficient thing, but we think if we just keep showing up and knocking on the door, well, maybe there's other ways to build trust. Um, and so I, I, think, um, I think also if I sit down with you, we have a nice, uh, informal conversation. You talk to me about some products, but you don't force me to sign it right then, which is maybe a closing tactic, but also maybe it makes me feel like you're kind of just force me, but like, Hey, I'm going to send you the link to, to, to close, to, to sign up. And when you're sitting there with your wife, et cetera, long story short, like there's just a way we behave. And if our agency or us as a, a rep uh, or an agent broker FA are not like playing into how we want to be treated ourselves. It's just, it's not a path for long-term success. And that's what we're looking at in the insurance space saying, let's make sure the insurance companies are enabling agents or even brokers, like, so they're not captive or anything to sell the way they want and really be that, be that 2020 experience we all expect. And differentiate yourself because you know that there's still dinosaurs out there that are not. So that's an easy, easy win right there is to go be, go be what you want to be, but take advice from someone like Dustin who sees this on a daily basis. And, and, you know, it's interesting. What do I always say? I'll meet with agency owners and, and I'm, and I'll get in this conversation and I always end up saying this to them. I'm like, Hey, Bill, you're, you're, you're also like, you're a consumer. What would you expect from your agency? What would you expect from your agent? And to your point, like you and I, Dustin, like we've been trying to get on the phone and do this podcast for months, but between your schedule and my schedule, I, we just don't have time. And so that might be, there, there might be a, a nice gentleman and his wife that want to come to your agency and sit down with you for an hour and have a cup of coffee. But if I'm your customer or if Dustin is your customer, we better get this done quickly in my schedule and I don't want to drive or have you spend a half hour in the car coming to me or whatever. Let's yeah. just get this done. And, and I, that doesn't make our relationship less strong, right? Well, yeah, the value, like to think you're offering pure value when you ask me to bring in my spouse, actually my spouse has mandated that I never bring her to anything like this. My <laughs> side note, like, and she does not want to go to dinner. She does not want to go to a coffee. Uh, she's, you know, a full-time working professional as well. And it's like, almost like, maybe that's not what people want today. I, exactly. I love your exactly. comment about this. Just ask yourself what you want to do. I think people, I, I used to be uh, years ago as a recruiter, right? The irony is, do you know the amount of recruiters that basically start looking for a job years later? And I'll say like, but weren't you a recruiter? And it's, <laughs> exactly. an, amazing, exactly. it's an amazing reality that sometimes the very thing we do we never transport ourselves into the other person's shoes. I think in insurance, we are so guilty of that. And that's really like my pursuit. Like stop asking the way it is or, or yeah, is and start asking like, 
what does, I don't care if you're 75, honest to God, it doesn't matter if you're 75, like my, uh, sorry, my grandmother is 86 and is talks to me via Instagram. Yep. And it doesn't matter if you're 55 um, doing a loan and it doesn't matter if you're 31 getting your first life insurance or policy or 16, like, come on, we all are behaving very similarly. And, and it's just that it's that old school methodology that y- you brought it up. It's like, if I just go bang on a lot of doors and drive around all day, I'm going to be successful. It's like, okay, maybe, but think about how much more wildly successful you might be if you were actually two, three, five times more efficient with your time, with your relationships. Again, I, you know someone, I know someone that's in your life right now or has been in your life as some version of a, an agent, like not insurance. It could be anything. It could be the guy that sold you your car or whatever. And if they bug you and if they don't, if they're not hearing you say, that's not the way I want it, that, that's not going to make you money long-term. That's great that you're knocking on 10 doors a day and you know, trying to prospect, great. Once, we're, once we have a relationship, then it's time to let's 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 have an accord on what that relationship means to both of us. And I think for all the agents out there, if you start looking at ways to be more efficient, with that efficiency will also come deeper relationships. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and and maybe I want to, if you don't mind, I want to paint like a real picture because I know please, we're please. we're sitting here talking like and and once again, I mean, we could all everyone on the, that's listening, I mean, we could all drink drink some kind of beverage, right, and talk about this all night. I'm sure, right, uh, our frustrations and also the opportunity. But let's look at a picture, like like Surefy, right? What we're really about, if you're wondering, and you know, I didn't pitch you. It's like think about this. Start off your customer wanting to buy insurance. Number one, either you're the kind that wants to pick up the phone and the agent on the other end um, or call center is going to do the form. Two, um, you have an agent sitting in front of you uh, on an iPad. Or three, um, you just go D to C or like direct through that either agent site or company right. site. Like, aren't those are like the three things I expect. Like, if you don't give me one, like by channel, like you're going to limit channel. So one, like, we're about like making sure that wherever you come and it can switch channels. That's a big thing that I would put in everyone's head. Just because you brought someone in doesn't mean they're going to do everything there. So if they can switch channels seamlessly, uh, you'll get them when they're ready and, 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 and right. Um, versus you force them to fill out a form. I mean, we all know how hard that is, right? Uh, just as an example. And I know some of you are saying, we don't do forms. Uh, in actuality, the insurance space is still ex- it's still extravagantly <laughs> guilty of literal pieces of paper. Um, so that's one. So you buy it, right? Anyway, mobile, web, you name it, uh, with an agent, without an agent, like that's kind of the future that we see in the world. Um, and I think as an agent, you got to think I have to enable that. Two yes, yes. is I've been your client. Like I told you, I have a red logo as my PNC provider. I actually have life with them too. Um, I want to change something. I have a two-year-old daughter. Uh, my wife and I actually just bought a bunch more life insurance because she's actually, she's the successful one here. Um, but long story short, people make the mistake of buying like initially maybe for one spouse that makes more. I want to buy more. Well, what happened um, is when I wanted to do the the updates to the beneficiaries, you literally have to call yes. or download a form or whatever. The flip side is at Surefy, like we're enabling that person, mind you, that isn't... A, I don't get any like glory or even desire to talk to that person to do that. It's a simple task. 
Um, agents may say, mind you, I'm on the team, but we may say, well, but I want them to talk to you. Okay, great. I get it. But do they want to talk to you? Like, yes, you know, like you got to ask, is that the moment you want to do that? Um, or for example, they're lapsing. Do, do I want to get 43 calls or do I want to push notification from my agent? When I click on it, I can just update my payment uh, while sitting at the dinner table, right? Like I didn't, I didn't change like the end result. I bought more product or I sold or I updated, like I was serviced, but I, it happened in the way I wanted. I can't tell you how many things I ignore when they call me a hundred times. If they just send me a darn push notification or text message, I can update it. Like you're going to get what you want, which is for me to pay. And then the last part is as an agent, like, like if I'm in the, I'm a, you know, I would say I'm a specialist in life and annuity. So I will admit that to all of you. But you would be surprised. The average person couldn't even name their life and annuity company. So I am sure all it's you true. know that. But yep. two, the only thing I get from them is a premium notice once a year and maybe an update of policy, which everyone on this call probably longs to receive those letters. <laughs> but like, it's kind of like, wait, is that really our relationship? And if you're an agency sending a, a admin to call these people once a year or twice a year, that's not really service either. Like, like I said, do I like those voice messages I always get from people like wanting to sell me something? So how are you engaging me and adding value? Let's talk about like for us, like educating someone on lifetime income here and there from the time they're 55 to 59, maybe what I'm looking for digitally so that when I'm 59, I know you, you've been educating me and I buy that big, well, it's called annuity product from you. Or you're educating me on a different type of like, like an umbrella policy, like have you thought about it? But it's coming in digital format, whether that's a, 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 like quick insight, video, et cetera. And all of a I sudden, can digest it when I want to digest it, not when you're calling me and I'm eating dinner or in the middle of hanging out with my kids or whatever. Like right. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm tracking mind, with we'll everything you're saying. Bathwater moment here, right? We didn't throw anything out. We're just nope. asking like a really important question. And, and if, so, so here's, I want to, I want to put a bow on this because I think like th this has been like hard hitting for like, like the, I hope people are jotting down notes and the, the takeaway for me is figure out like, like step all the way back to what I said, which was how would you like to be treated as a consumer? Then figure out how you, your customers want to be treated with that reference point of thinking like the, if, if the way you want to be treated as a consumer and the way you are treating customers doesn't align, align those things, then case by case, start adding value in ways that today's consumer wants to digest it. And companies like Surefy that are out there changing the way we're able to do business, changing the way we're able that carriers are able to um, communicate and, and put information in the right places is why mm -hmm. I am so jacked on this industry and all of the great stuff that's going on in it. Uh, I would say, Dustin, I'm going to, I'm going to end with the, we're going to have to do this again because I, I, I don't know that we got all the way deep enough that, but, but I want to, I want to, I want to be cognizant of everyone's time. And I want, to, I want to ask you the question that I always ask everybody at the end of the, of the podcast. And I think this will be a good one because they, I, I'm excited to hear what you say because based on everything you've said so far, I'm over here. I'm literally nodding my head the whole time going, yes, yes, that's what, that's what I want. Um, 
So we're going to record this next little bit right here. We're going to put it in a time capsule and bury it. Somebody's going to dig it up in a month, in a year, whenever they dig it up. I want Dustin Yoder's one big piece of advice for the insurance industry. It's, it's summarized pretty simply. We as an industry must look where the customer is and enable our ability to sell service and engage through that channel. Channel, channel, channel. Not iPhone, not web, not sit down at a coffee. What is the channel that your customer's at? And if you're not enabled there, someone's going to get you. <laughs> no, that's right. And, and that's, that's spot on. I, I love to smash people in the face with some of this stuff because, you know, uh, we all know this. Everyone listening knows this. But if you are not differentiating yourself and, and like buckle up people because more and more people are figuring this out, but there's still plenty of competition out there that you can get an upper hand on now, like right now. And then by the time they all figure it out, you'll be on to the next iteration of whatever that might be that, that, that makes the most sense for your, for your relationships with your customers. I, I'm, I'm a, Dustin, I'm a fan, man. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I would say for everyone listening in, people like Dustin who love this industry but have this keen sense of uh, or an awareness to what, what technology means to this industry are the people you want to be around. Uh, I would say go find Dustin Yoder, Y-O-D-E-R on LinkedIn. You'll be one of the many thousands of people that are connected with him on LinkedIn. He's a uh, He's got great information. He's always sharing interesting things. Uh, Dustin, any other way to get you or is LinkedIn the best? Uh, LinkedIn's great. And I will say, you know, I, I'm always open. Dustin at Surefy. I think, you know, I'm here uh, for anyone who, you know, uh, wants to talk. Um, and, uh, you know, our company's on a mission to, to, uh, to bring, in, bring insurance and, and, and as someone say, you know, make insurance uh, uh, great again. And yes. so we, we literally feel like now's the time. So great. Thank you so much, Dustin, for being on. You're the man. I appreciate you. Uh, thank you. Thanks so much. We will talk again. Hope to join you guys again for a, a great session. I hope so. I hope so. Thanks, everybody, for listening in. Like I said, don't forget, uh, go find Dustin on LinkedIn. Find me on LinkedIn. Every, every Thursday, we put up a new episode. I will share that episode what I would love for each one of you to do is to, even this episode right here that Dustin's on, go share it with your universe. Let's get this out to the masses. This is great information for our industry. Just trying to take everybody to the next level. Thanks for, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast. And tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. You can find more episodes at vertifor.com under the resources tab or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, and if you enjoyed this episode, share it on social and spread the word. Don't forget to join in on the conversation and recommend future guests by messaging us at Vertifor.